Welcome to Eternal Leadership, a show dedicated to equipping and inspiring leaders to accomplish what God has created in them. I'm Steve Ryder, co-founder and co-host, along with my partner, John Ramstead. And John, as you fall back in your chair. I sure did, didn't I? (laughs) So, John, back in November, we celebrated three years of doing Eternal Leadership. And right around that time, I want to say it was October, you and I started talking, okay, what can we do to move forward? What can we do? And I made a suggestion that you immediately lit up with and you were like, yes. And I suggested that we bring on a female voice on a regular basis because you and I are two testosterone laden dudes. And to have a female, especially one that has been on the show a couple times, to have her be a regular part of this show would be a definite benefit because we have plenty of female listeners that are listening on a regular basis. Yeah, and I love the idea because if you know, let's let's kind of rewind for everybody. Maybe you haven't heard all the episodes. I can't believe it's been oh, hundreds and hundreds so far. But early on, and you guys have heard a lot about my accident, right? As I was recovering and. And God had given me this amazing gift of life. And I was trying to figure out what was next. So many issues that I was working through in my own, my my identity, who I was, who God created me to be, what I was meant to do next. <clears throat> How does that play out in the world? How do I actually create a business and support my family, right? We have to do that well. We have to develop, you know, strong and healthy relationships with our wives and husbands, with our kids, with those around us. How do we live a life so the use of our life outlives our life? Man, I was focused, right, Steve, on how do I create a legacy? So out of that, this entire, I got, you know, recovering from my accident, podcasts were huge to me because my I, I had been blinded in the accident and could not read. And podcasts were just sewing into my life and just filling a gap. And we knew you know, Steve, there's so many incredible thought leaders and men and women with stories and teachings that, that man, we wanted to learn, right? A little bit selfishly, yes. like, man, I want that. And, you know, the podcast gave this amazing ability for us to not only learn and ask questions, but to share it with the world. And through that, the relationships that we've made of people in the audience, to the guests that we've had on, to opportunities this has created, have just enriched our life beyond belief. And, and what we were talking about, Steve, is, man, okay, God has given this and, he's, and we've been stewarding it, but have we been stewarding this well? Mm-hmm. And I, you know what? And we both felt like, you know what? We haven't. We've kind of almost gotten in the habit of doing a podcast. Yes. And everybody out there, you know what? We love you and we want to serve you. And we knew... And it was funny because when you mentioned to me, hey, we should bring on a woman to be part of this. And, you know, uh, I think half our audience are women. Yes. The first thought I had to my, in my mind was this amazing woman who'd been a guest on our show a couple of times, Sandra Crawford Williamson. And before I said that, what did you say to me? I said, hey, what about Sandra? What yeah, do you think? Would, like, would, 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 she, would she be the perfect one? Like, boom. So, Sandra, welcome to the family. Woo. It's great to be here. Thanks, guys. We are so excited to have Sandra on. And I want to let everybody know, we want you to be a part of this. And we're going to need your help to do this. Mm-hmm. It is our vision, what God has put on our heart in the next three years, to touch a million people, to create a transformative change. That means a permanent change in their spiritual walk, in their identity, in their businesses. We want successful, profitable Christians 
out there in the marketplace, because that is a big place that we're called, is in, in the marketplace, you know what, having that success in that uh, is how we have influence a lot of times in the marketplace. So we want to cover everything from parenting to business to conflict to dealing with teams to your personal walk and you know strongholds and things that hold us back. And we want you to be emailing into us because Sandra and I, Sandra has, um, she's, I'm going to ask her to share a little bit about her background. Um, but we're going to, and I do a lot of coaching and working with people. We're going to be sharing with you exactly some of the thoughts on how to do this. So please join us in th- this movement that we want you to be part of, the Eternal Leadership Family. Um, we we know that this will grow if we are adding so much value to your lives. You can't help but tell somebody about what you're hearing every week as this episode comes out. And and you're going to see why we are so excited to have Sandra on the team. Sandra, I'd love for you to just share a little bit about kind of, you know, uh, man, your story growing up in, in, in Louisiana to, to some of the things you've, you've gone through. I'll, I'll let you share it in your own words. Yeah, well, I'm thrilled to be here. We, we definitely have a shared vision of pouring into folks so that they can have eternal leadership, you know, that they can leave something on earth that lives beyond them, you know, that legacy, that impact. You know, I was raised in southern Louisiana by really scrappy parents. Neither of them uh, had the opportunity to go to college because of financial constraints. And so, you know, they married young and had had me and my sister. And, you know, it was a it was a really scrappy upbringing. You know, had to make straight A's, a lot of uh, a lot of strict parenting methods that were utilized. Um, but, you know, it, it worked. I went to went to college on a scholarship and went to work for Procter & Gamble right out of undergrad and then Coca-Cola and Nabisco. And, you know, my first big job was VP level at Universal Studios. And, you know, all the while I'm climbing the corporate ladder, I have these rules, you know, no pets, no plants, no boys. It's all about success. It's all about being able to have the things as an adult that, you know, maybe I wasn't able to have as a child. And, being able to pour back into my parents, you know, so many of us today are, are, are taking care of our parents, you know, we're kind of this, this uh, Gen X generation, that's sort of where we're leaning toward. And so I was able to do that from a young age. And, um, you know, just didn't didn't want to have relationships other than uh, that could help me get ahead and work. And even though I was raised in the church, um, you know, I often say the 18 inches between your head and your heart um, may as well be a million miles because I knew the Bible. I, you know, I had been in every time the church doors were open, we were there. <clears throat> but the, you know, the 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 heart relationship with the Lord had not happened because I was so driven and focused on material, cultural success. <clears throat> so fast forward, I leave Universal and I'm leading a toy company. We're around the world in 43 countries. You know, I'm living this crazy lifestyle, office in Hong Kong, an office in New York, an office in Germany, an office in Orlando, you know, just living this uh, this this life of the executive, you know, I'm on the road and I'm traveling and I'm entertaining and, you know, I've got this great house and this great car and, you know, life is great. And uh, at 34, you know, we were on the cover of the Wall Street Journal and um, I thought I was all that and a bag of chips. And, um, you know, God really used uh, 
the next two years of my life to show me that, you know, we can we can think we're all that, but really we're nothing without him. And so I happened to be in Manhattan on September 11th. The first plane flew right over my head. And there's a whole podcast that I did with you guys. It goes into great, great detail on that, that day, moment by moment, almost in the days Mm -hmm. uh, following. Um, and you know, the, just had this moment with the Lord where, you know, I was one of those folks that was, you know, in the gray dust and, uh, you know, a moment ago, I'd been focused on my paycheck and what was on my business card and, you know, my outfit. And now fast forward, we're all covered in gray dust and there's millions of pieces of paper literally blowing in the wind. Literally, you've seen the footage, just paper everywhere. And I just had this moment where, you know, God got the message across to me. Um, you know, he said a moment ago, you were worried about, you know, all these material things. And now, look, it's all literally blowing in the wind and you all look the same to me because all of us were covered in gray dust, whether it was the, you know, the street vendor with his little apron and the trader with his briefcase and me. And we literally were all covered in dust. And I sort of filed that away because we were in survival mode. But in the coming days and weeks and months, um, that never went away. And so you very quickly realize that all the things you're uh, sacrificing for don't really mean anything, you know, on the other side. And so, yeah, I, I had all this great material success, but um, I was alone. I was lonely. I was empty. Um, and, uh, you know, I everything I'd been living for really and in, in that next year became less and less important. So, you know, God uses it all for good. I call it the sin of self-sufficiency. You know, I thought I was doing it all. And, uh, but within a year I was dating my now husband and, um, you know, God is so good. Our first date was to go to church. And so in a very short amount of time, um, you know, I, I literally just fell on my face with the Lord and have been there ever since. And so Jeff and I were married, had Jenna, you know, you get married, I was 36. So had Jenna at 38, easy breezy, like, oh, it's a piece of cake. You know, I'm a little older, but no problem. And then, uh, you know, they say wait a year to try to get pregnant, which I'm going to tell everybody don't listen to just just get going right away. We waited a year, got pregnant again, and um, on a Friday morning in January of 2007, we were told that the baby had a chromosome defect and that she couldn't live outside of the womb, and we were obviously just completely devastated. Um, and then they called us that evening and said, I don't know how to tell you this, but you have full-blown cervical cancer, and uh, you need treatment right away, but we can't do that while you're pregnant. So you can imagine the turmoil, you know, the doctors want me to terminate the pregnancy. We refused. And, you know, again, God just came alongside me. You know, we, we had a podcast interview that said recently, you know, when you hit rock bottom, God is the rock that you land on. And, and in that moment, you know, I just felt complete peace that I didn't need to make a decision. And uh, several weeks later, baby Kathleen perished in utero and, um, you know, we were devastated, but at the same time, you know, I know the Bible and I know scripture and, you know, I know that she immediately went to the be with the Lord and that when I get there, she will immediately know me and know that I am her mother. And the Bible tells us that. And so, you know, I, I have really been encouraged to be, um, 
you know, vocal in my grief because it, it has really helped other women who maybe didn't know the, the biblical impact of a, of a loss like that. And so that kind of started me a little bit on the journey that I'm on with you guys now, because that really, you know, people wanted to, to hear and wanted to be encouraged by me. Um, a year later, we uh, had gotten through cancer. God completely healed me from cancer and still wanted to have more children. And we tried and tried and did fertility treatments. And we had three more pregnancies that were lost. And then at 42, the fertility doctor says, uh, Mr. Mrs. Williamson, we don't recommend you spend more of your financial or emotional resources trying to conceive. And I just looked at him and I said, well, I appreciate you putting me out to pasture, but you're not God. (laughs) And he said these words. He said, he's the only one that can help you now. And I just I was floored because you know, God had, had lifted me up from this childhood and he'd given me every opportunity to be educated and led me to my husband and saved me from cancer and 9-11 and given me this amazing godly man. But yet here I am sticking needles in my stomach, making myself crazy and fat, trying to get pregnant instead of just being with him. Um, and so I went home that day and we threw away a lot of really expensive medication And that was the day I changed my prayer life. I really was just on my knees with the Lord. And, um, you know, I was thankful and I was uh, I was repentant for, you know, for wanting more, more, more. And, you know, God has a great sense of humor because uh, about three months later, I thought, you know, I had the flu or wasn't feeling good. And turns out I was I was expecting and that pregnancy is a story in itself, you know, to- terrible car accident, um, you know, because of the cervical cancer treatment, my cervix was weakened. So he was almost uh, miscarried at 21 weeks. But God, total providence had me, they, the office changed my appointment at the last minute. And I went in four days early, which is what saved him. Mm-hmm. So I have this wonderful, beautiful baby at 42 years old. And that's Jonah. And, you know, Jeff likes to say um, God has a great sense of humor. And, you know, all of our small group, our family and friends around the world that were praying, he said, stop praying. Because when Jonah was 15 months old, I thought, well, hey, this must be early menopause or not. It was actually another pregnancy. And so I had James at 44. Now, all the while this is going on, you know, when I moved to Dallas-Fort Worth to get married, um, I did a dot-com startup. We grew to $100 million. Um, I was chief marketing officer of a $3 billion ad agency. And now, fast forward, I'm pregnant with my third baby. Jenna's in kindergarten. Jonah's at home. He's, um, you know, about 18 months old. And we got a new CEO. And it took me a little while, but... Um, I was able to, you know, when a new CEO comes in, he wants to change everything and he is handing out packages and that sort of thing. So I kind of stood in line and raised my hand, got my corporate package, loaded up my stuff in my car and raced to my daughter's school because I wanted to be the one to pick her up that day. And I rounded the corner and she saw my car in the carpool line and her little face just lit up like I saw her face and it was like a light bulb went off. 
And then they, you know, got up. It was my turn. They opened the door. She's five and a half years old, super precocious, super verbal. She looks in the back of my car, sees all my stuff that she knows is for my office. And she looks at me and looks me dead in the eye and says, Mommy, did you leave your job to spend more time with me? Wow. And I said, um, yes, I did. And so she got in the car and, uh, you know, I spent a lot of time with the Lord that night and I felt really called to start my own business. So the next day, that was spring of 2011, six months pregnant, I started my own firm, Crawford Creative Consulting. And my intention was to go back to the corporate world after James was born. But God is so good. And just like manna, you know, every time I'd be wrapping up with a set of clients or I do a lot of executive coaching, which I love, 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 um, you know, the referrals, they, they just kept coming. And uh, so here we are. We're coming up on, gosh, coming up on seven years of running my own business. And um, in that seven years, you know, God wasn't done with me. I, about mm, coming up on three years ago, they found a golf ball size mass in my head and for 17 days told me, much like you, John, when you were in the hospital after your accident, they told me, quote, get your affairs in order, which is code for we don't think you're going to make it. Um but, you know, again, God just is just, I mean, just miracles. The 11th doctor uh, discovered what it was, and it wasn't a brain tumor or an aneurysm. And uh, I had a 16-hour surgery and came through it and within six months was completely healed and completely myself again. So coming out of that, so now we're, you know, at about 18 months, two years ago, I just completely rededicated my professional life to coming alongside both believers and non-believers, but sharing my experiences and pouring into others. You know, I'm what Bob Buford calls an impactor. Um, you know, he and Bill Hendricks have had a tremendous impact on my life and uh, to help me realize my calling is really to impact other people. And, you know, it's what they say, my fruit is born on other people's trees. So pouring to other people, training, consulting, coaching, you know, it's just, it's my passion because that was my calling and I'm good at it because it's my passion. That was my calling. And so, you know, the podcast is a great way to do that on a weekly basis and be able to wear my baseball cap and my pajamas and talk to you two lovely people. <laughs> well, and, you know, I think you summed it up right there. And that's the heart for Steve and I, too, is our fruit is born on other people's trees. And I think that, you know, th through my own, you know, journey uh, especially recently, right? I, I feel like my role has shifted from trying to be king, trying to be the top of everything, be known for things, build whatever that happens to be, to be a kingmaker. And that's what we want for you guys, right? And, and and you can hear Sandra's heart, and thank you for sharing that whole story. And and this is what we want to give you guys, right? With all of our experience in business and doing startups and running large organizations, we've both started nonprofits, so we've worked with you know, volunteers and all kinds of teams. We've, you know, uh, Sandra, um, how you talk about your husband and what, and especially everything that you've gone through, uh, the mother that you are, the way that you, you think you have an amazing ability to, uh, I think you're just listening at this Holy spirit level. I've seen it as we've done some interviews together. 
um, for what is that reason behind the reason? What is that question behind the question to get to a place that um, uh, as you guys listen to these interviews and Sandra and I are going to be interviewing people together and, and sharing, um, you're, you're just going to be struck by not only her heart, but her wisdom. And Sandra, I'm, I'm so thankful that you're in my life. And, and, uh, I gotta tell you, it is a huge blessing. And I know the audience is going to feel the same as soon as they get to know you the way I have. Well, I appreciate that. And, you know, I feel the same way. You two, God put you in my life, like, like gosh, it's been almost four years ago now, right? And uh, and here we are, and we just stayed in touch, and, and you know, God's timing is everything. And, you know, my I'm in a, in a life phase now where I like to say authenticity is the new black. You know, I just turned 50. I have a six-year-old, an eight-year-old, and a 12-year-old. So I'm a working mom of three who's just juggling it all. And, you know, I tell people, hey, I'm just a big, white, hot mess that, you know, by the grace of God, I'd be under my bed with a, you know, half gallon of Bluebell ice cream curled up in a ball because it's life is hard. Parenting is hard. You know, marriage is hard. And it's you put all that together in one big pot. And it's, you know, some days I wake up and it's just so daunting. And so I just want to be an encouragement for other people. And, um, you know, and to call a spade a spade. I mean, I, I, I just I call it like it is. And, you know, hopefully the audience will like that because I say things that, you know, that maybe they're thinking, but no one else has said. So that's kind of my approach. And, and I, I think the three of us are going to do some amazing things together and we're going to ask tough questions. But we're going to also share our experiences and the real story, you know, real, you know, we talked earlier, real mess ups and real bad choices and mistakes and blunders that we've made, too, because if we can share those real stories with people, um, you know, that that's where the hope is, right, that, that we've been through all this. And yet here we are. Uh, loving the Lord, loving our families, loving each other. And, uh, and you know, life is grand. So, you know, enjoy every single breath because it, they're short. You know, you bring up such a good point, right? Is, you know, everybody out there listening, here, here's our, you know, here's the really our heart, right? Just here's a whole bunch of imperfect people that have done tons of things wrong. Man, I've driven business into the ground. I've ruined relationships. I've destroyed friendships. I've built new ones, right? I felt in a, I was in a place where how could God even love or forgive somebody who's done the stuff I have to today being in a place that I, I'm just joyful, literally joyful daily in a place that I, I didn't even think I could be in a few years ago. Um, and so, you know, it's, it, you're right. We're just, you know, I, I wouldn't, you know, we're no different than all you guys listening out there. Uh, I think the difference is, you know what, we're willing to share from an authentic place and be vulnerable some of the stuff that we went through and share with you any of the wisdom that we have and bring on guests to fill in some of those gaps. And, and so here's what we'd like you guys to do. We want to hear from you. Um, just email me, john at eternalleadership.com. Any question that you have, any situation, any scenario, Sandra and I will be talking about it on an episode. Um, what kind of guests do you want to hear from? What topics? Our focus, this honestly, this year, season three, we're calling this season three because, uh, you know, we had the, the first couple seasons uh, uh, as we launched. But you know what? This is putting, season is putting everything together to move you into action. 
We want to serve you, teach you, train you, and equip you so we, so you can launch and know that you're not launching or going through this alone. This is a community we want you to be a part of where you feel served and supported and listened to. And, and guess what? If we don't have the answers, the Lord does, and he's going to lead us to somebody right here on this earth, too, that we can bring in to, to, to address that, too, man. So we are so excited about this year. Um, and we're looking forward to hearing from you and, and you can just hear Sandra's heart and Steve's heart, uh, about what this looks like next. So just any, any final thoughts as people are listening to our, our first episode, Steve or Sandra, first episode of this season, I should say. <laughs> well, I want to tell people, you know, go to the Facebook page, um, and, and post private message us if you want to be more anonymous and, you know, want us to cover a topic, but you don't really want your name associated, uh, which we totally get. So, you know, private messages on the Facebook page, email us, um, post on the Facebook page. But most importantly, you know, subscribe to the podcast, listen to it, have your friends subscribe, forward the podcast once you listen to them. It's like one click and you can send people the link. Um, we just want this to become um you know, a multiplication effort, you know, that it's not just the three of us, that it's all of us that are out here together and that we bring as many people along to have, you know, this content and this encouragement uh, as possible because we are talking to some really cool people. I mean, we've done a couple of interviews already and, you know, I'm just in awe. Like we want them to go on and on and on. They could be full week workshops, you know, with some of these people. We're covering hot topics. I mean, not just parenting, but, you know, parenting in a social media world with, you know, porn being in video games and, you know, uh, trying to balance our lives and, you know, trying to maintain marriages in this crazy world. And we're talking about, you know, how to, how to not just be a, a male, but be a man and be a godly man. I mean, we're talking about some topics here that are real and authentic and heavy, you know, heavy, deep stuff. And so we just want to invite you to come along with us and, and be part of the ride. Well, John, I also think that something you and I had talked about there in your office where you're sitting right now, I'd driven up to Golden to go spend some time with you. One of the things that really has been a part of my journey these last three years that we've been doing eternal leadership is personal growth, trying to be trying to get rid of those negative self-talk and start to think, you know, ab about the good things that God has in store for me. And, and trying to become really ultimately just the fullness of who Christ created me to be. That has been such my journey the last three years. And um, being a part of this with you and then now with Sandy, I'm really excited because we're going to be taking everything that Sandy talked about, everything that we have done in the last three years, plus this new area of just really, not really new, but it's it's been new for me of just becoming a better human being and becoming all that Christ has created me to be. And that is really something that just has driven me these last three years and been at such a big part of my life. Well, I, I you know, I, I love your heart. It's always been such a joy working with you. And for everybody out there, as we were kind of all brainstorming and Steve was up here in my office and, and Sandra was on, on Zoom kind of watching as we whiteboard, you know, one of the things that you said, Steve, right? We were talking about what's our mission? 
right? We're talking about our vision, our purpose, our mission. And our vision is to equip and inspire you out there listening to accomplish what God has inspired in you. But our, here's our mission. Our mission is to be the one resource that you can come to, like things that, that all these different issues that you've heard, that this is a place where you can not only come and find answers, but also find fellowship and community as we move through this together. And then when we do that, and, and if you can touch a life around you in a way that that life touches another life, that's what we call leading beyond influence. And everybody out there is a leader. A leader is somebody who has influence over one person's life. That is not a position. It's not something in an org chart. We see each one of you as, as such infinite potential that God perfectly knit you and sew you together and has a plan for you with greatness inside of you. And I, I used to cringe saying that, right, because it sounded so egotistical, but it's because I was looking at it wrong. What if I said it with humility that there is greatness inside of me that God has plans for, and that is where the joy comes from because we're bringing that greatness out into the lives of other people. That is true servant leadership. That is how Christ lived. And that's how, what you're going to get from this podcast. So you guys, thank you so much for being part of this community. We're so excited and energized about this next season with Sandra. And I look forward to hearing from you all soon. And if you'd like to contact us, reach out to John, John at eternalleadership.com or me, Steve at eternalleadership.com or Sandra Crawford Creative Consulting at gmail.com that's crawford creative consulting at gmail.com thanks for listening to this edition of eternal leadership